Super dope. All right, so real quick, uh, this originally should have been out on Wednesday morning. Uh, it's now Wednesday night. Um, kind of a long story, but here's the short version. Uh, this episode is me and Reese from Australia, mate, talking about uh, Dragon Ball Super Chapter 66 spoilers. All right. So we did this on Monday night. Uh, he's obviously in Australia. Uh, it's 11 p.m. here when it's, you know, 3 p.m. there. Um, my point is, uh, my plan was to edit everything yesterday, yesterday being Tuesday. But then I got the call, and they were like, hey, man, we think this baby's coming. Why don't you come over and babysit these kids? Because, you know, Jimmy and Sam are having a baby. Jameson. Um, ended up being a, uh, a very long, uh, dry run. Uh, baby did not come yesterday. Uh, we are hopeful that the baby will be here tomorrow. Um, so I didn't get to edit yesterday, right? So my plan was wake up Wednesday, edit some, you know, some shit, get it out to the people, maybe in the early afternoon. And then, uh, even more leaks came out for Dragon Ball Super, uh, chapter 66, even more spoilers. So, uh, this episode in terms of how we discuss it, uh, it sort of, it, it shot the shit, right? I'm not going to not release it. I already did it, right? We're going to make sure we release it. Um, but I figured it would make sense to pop in at the beginning, let you know this is why we had a holdup. And, uh, you know, this conversation came out or was recorded before the spoilers came out on Wednesday. That said, listen through. It's a very fun conversation with Reese. Uh, come come hang out. If you want to get involved in the conversations uh, every once in a while, patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. You'll hear us uh, promote that several times as we're drinking. But on the other side of this conversation uh, with me and Reese. So as an outro bumper, I will put my thoughts at the end of the uh, of this podcast about the most recent leaks and how, how it somehow managed to get uh, even worse than, uh, than it had already been. So um, I will see you on the other side of this conversation with Reese. If you are checking this out for the first time, welcome mofo subscribe apple podcast stitcher spotify all the places give us a review that helps us too youtube.com slash dragon ball super dope and if you want like an hour plus thing that me and reese did as a pre-show we talked about a lot of fun stuff man um like australia geography slash beasts i did learn that i don't want to fight a kangaroo or deal with funnel spiders talked about the boys the television show on amazon the office talk about racism history of the portuguese people all sorts of nonsense so you can go check out that video version there but uh yeah here's my conversation with reese about chapter 66 spoilers uh that came out today my reaction is on the other side of the conversation i will talk to you on the other side goodbye okay goodbye welcome into dragon super dope my name is Kyle. Thank you for checking this out. I am joined today for this weird, uh, you know, spoiler-ish episode. Uh, typically, we do the manga chapter reviews like on or around the 20th or a little early this month. But we had some pretty substantial spoilers come out for the most uh, or the upcoming, I should say, uh, chapter for the Dragon Ball manga. I am joined today by my buddy all the way from Australia, mate. Reese, how are you, man? 
Good, brother. How are you? Uh, I am. I'm excellent, and you know that I'm excellent because Reese and I just spent most of the last hour, uh, hour and a half, uh, chatting it up for the Patreon pre-show. Um, talked a lot about. Um, let's see. Australia uh, geography. I learned some stuff about that. Uh, animals I want to avoid in Australia. Um, we talked about um, my standing within the Dragon Ball content creator circle and some of the relationships that I've got out there, both positive and negative. If you want to hear about the negative, patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. Um, what else? We talked about a lot of stuff, man. Uh, some talked about... Uh, um... People just being dickheads in general. Fucking dickheads, mate. And also fuck, about fuck how... <laughs> fuckwits. Perfect <laughs> word, man. Fuckwits is a perfect word. And how mate is not as friendly uh, a term as you may think that it is. Like, I, I've learned a lot about Australia today. It's a very Australian-based episode today. Uh, so Reese and I are going to be talking about the most recent spoilers that came out for chapter upcoming chapter 66 for Dragon Ball Super, uh, Planet Eater Moro. Um, so it's a very Australian-based episode, not only because Reese and I are talking today, but I also just made a super excellent purchase from somebody who lives, I think, within like 20 or 30 minutes from you, dude. Um I'm in several different like vintage Dragon Ball Z collector groups and somebody posted up a huge lot of like loose figures, um, some old super battle collection, you know, box stuff. And uh, they had these, I think they might be Korean. They may be Taiwanese. I'm not sure. I could be wrong. Uh, these Sofubi toys, which are like this soft semi hollow kind of plastic. Um, I got uh, a cool future trunks and a cool, uh, you know, regular base form Goku um, kind of figures that I've never seen myself before, uh, but couldn't pass up. So uh, big shout out to my buddy, Michael Thornley from the DBZ Vintage Group. Um, I, you know, me and SS Goshen 4, we're talking about uh, splitting some shipping right now. So um uh, I guess that's kind of a long way to say, A, God bless Australia, and B, I'm going to guilt SS Goshen 4 into doing her, her episode very, very soon. <laughs> um, also, before we get into the spoiler stuff today, a uh, couple of quick hits. First of all, we got a birthday, not in the house tonight, but with us maybe next week. Um, we happy birthday to our super dope co-host Leonard. Uh, me, uh, what, twenty six years old today. Um, I for some reason thought Leonard was closer to my age, closer to that thirty thirty one years old marker. But uh, you know, kids bringing the youth to super dope, and we all know that's what I need because I'm basically a crotchety old man these days. So. Uh, Leonard, happy birthday, baby. I will definitely talk with you and I assume Reese on the Patreon uh, stream again next week. So happy birthday, Leonard. Happy, happy birthday, Leonard. I hope you're having a good birthday dinner, whatever you're out there doing. I invited him to come on tonight, but he's like, I have things to do, Kyle. And I was like, all right, dude, do those things. 
Um, so happy birthday, Leonard. Um, also today's probably going to be a little bit of a quicker episode. Um, briefly, I guess, you know, Reese and I both are going through some moving right now. So Reese, you start first. You're in the middle of moving into a new apartment, right, man? Yeah, man. Moving in on Sunday. It's my own pad closer to the city, closer to the coasts for work, everything like that, and about 20 metres from the pub. 20-minute walk or 20-minute drive? 20-metre walk. 20-metre? Shit. Yeah, man. That's like 60 feet, right? Do I yeah, do, man. Did I did the... Uh, Oh my God! On earlier, if you listen to the Patreon cut of us just fucking bullshitting for like an hour plus earlier, when you said that before, I was like, "Oh, a twenty-minute walk to the pub is not a bad." I mean, it is what it is. To get to, if you don't have to drive home drunk from the bar afterward, that's fine. But twenty meter—that's like a yeah, two-minute walk tops. That's like a fucking two-minute fucking crawl. God damn. It's right there. It's dangerous. Doorstep. Well, um, so you're moving into the new place. I just had uh my roommate and her um page- Patreon people know uh her super annoying chihuahua move out in the last few days. And uh I'm currently in the process of turning my two bedroom apartment in which I just made super dope and you know slept in one room for the last year and a half. I'm sure I'm currently in the process of turning this into a, uh, a more stable, you know, uh, studio setup with some cameras and stuff in the next couple of weeks. Um, it's exciting to not be subjected to a angry, loud chihuahua at all times of the day. I'm super excited about that. So um, my point in bringing any of that up is uh, Reese and I have had some very busy last few days. We'll continue to have a busy week here as we're doing the transition uh, into our new places. Not really a new place for me, but it feels like a new place. Um, Also, and this is like a very selfish plug I'm about to fucking take up your time with. uh, Last week, if you follow us on Twitter at DBSuperDope, one, the number one at DB Super Dope One, you'll know that I launched my um my podcast business uh webpage. So it is uh www.inhousepods.com. Um you guys have probably heard bits and pieces of it, but most of the last few years, um a lot of my side income has come from helping businesses launch podcasts to like help increase the top of the marketing funnel for them. I love it. I will spitball podcast ideas with anybody all day, every day. It is literally my favorite thing to do, regardless of even the topic. Like I just, I like trying to form content, I guess. Um, If you have a podcast idea that might need some spitballing, let me know. We can jump on the phone. Uh, go check out the website. Reserve some time. Hit me with an email. Uh, inhousepods.com. Um, go check it out. I'm like trying to make blogs and 
trying to give podcasting tips. So, uh, yeah, just wanted to throw that out there before we get into the bulk of this Dragon Ball nonsense. So, over the weekend, I had Jimmy come over. We were moving some furniture because, you know, I got a bad back and all that nonsense. And while we were moving furniture, I got a text message from Maurice. And he's like, hey, man, you were totally right about these Dragon Ball chapters. The Grand Priest, he's pissed. And he sent me a translation of the Dragon Ball panels that had, not even panels. Um, for whatever reason this month, I feel like they released a hell of a lot more than they typically do. Each month on or around the 12th, 10th, 12th, 13th, 14th, somewhere in that three, four day span, they will leak out a few panels to kind of give you an idea of what to expect in the upcoming chapter in the following week. This month, they leaked like a full, what, five, six, seven pages worth of stuff. And Reese sent me over a translation of it about a day and a half after it had leaked. Like, I'd looked through them. I felt like I had a decent enough idea on what was about to transpire. But thankfully, somebody made a translation, resent it over to me. So I read it to Jimmy after we had moved some furniture. And uh, some of my reaction was um, how you say not good <laughs> to the point where I'm like literally dropping my phone in disgust. So we're going to talk about these spoilers. We're going to talk about some of our takeaways from it, what we can expect next week, and what we are hoping for in terms of how the story is going to move forward. Maybe not so much of like what we'd prefer they would have done, because I think we're going to talk about that with Leonard a little bit next week, but maybe a little bit. But let's start with me reading you the translation that you sent me a couple of nights ago that led me to dropping my phone in disgust, okay? <laughs> so, Dragon Ball Super Chapter 66 Draft Summary Chapter 66 Planet Eater Moro The chapter begins with the members of Dragon Team recovered from their injuries. Dende notices that something is strange about the Earth and Gohan asks the others if they've also noticed their bodies becoming heavy. Vegeta realizes this is Moro's energy absorption and tells the others to move away from the ground. As they rush toward the battlefield, Vegeta curses, saying Kakarot must have failed again. All across the world, the Earth and its inhabitants are being robbed of their energy. Moro laughs and says the Earth's energy is his. Goku shouts at Moro to stop, but it then attacked him. This is not a very well-written paragraph, Patreon, so... Goku shouts at Moro to stop, but is then attacked by a giant hand reaching out of the land. Moro tells him he's one with the earth, and there's no escape for Goku. We says the situation has become beyond critical as Moro's energy increases. 
Krillin wonders if there's any way to beat Moro, and Whis says there is just one, but he wonders if Goku could manage it. Seeing the difficult situation ahead, Beerus says he has no choice but to lend a hand this time. He says if the Earth is gone, it'll be annoying. And if the other gods of destruction saw him like this, he'd be in trouble. In that case, he aims to finish it quickly. As Beerus goes to help, however, Whis receives a call from the Grand Priest. He's summoning them. Likely about Miris's disappearance. Beerus goes into a panic and decides to go sort that out. Beerus, angry, tells Krillin and Jocko that the Earth's problems aren't his and they have to deal with it themselves. We suddenly appears besides Goku and tells him how to defeat Moro. He must destroy the crystal, just like Miris did. Goku is unsure if he can do it, but Whis tells him he's got the power of gods. And so, he must believe in his power. Beerus yells at Goku that if he can't save Earth, at least grab some of the food. Beerus and Whis take their leave. Goku realizes that Moro has only gotten bigger and bigger, and he needs to hurry up. The crystal is becoming hidden. Suddenly, Vegeta appears and shouts at Goku, To move, bitch! Get out the way! Get out the way, bitch! Get out the way! So, if you're on the Patreon and you just watched me struggle through reading that recap, that's what you were paying $5 a month for. You're welcome. Um, Not very well written, but I feel like the spoilers give us pretty much everything in this chapter. Um, it's tough to gauge because they don't normally give us this much. And normally they hold something back where we still have some element of surprise um, that we are not going to get expressed through the spoilers. But based off of what we had leaked through those, um, that, that paragraph, those, those, that translated paragraph from those panels, how do you feel about this this chapter, Reese? Um, I think we've touched on a couple of things. One was the Grand Priest was going to get pierced. That was definitely something that was going to happen. Um, two, we did say there was going to be some sort of divine intervention, which is Weiss getting involved or Beerus getting involved, telling Goku how to do it again. And three would be the sacrifice of Vegeta. Which... Oh, all right. So you're waiting. You're you're waiting around for another sacrifice of Vegeta in this chapter, or, yeah, or not man. this chapter, but before the the arc concludes. I think he's definitely going to be doing the um, the spirit uh, defusion or whatever it was called. Spirit fission. Fuck. Yeah, that that yeah thing. that thing. Yeah. He's going to separate Moro from uh, the Earth and it'll be either up to him or Goku to destroy. But mm, Toriyama won't give Vegeta the win without a consequence. I wish... I'd actually be fine with that if he was just like, oh, Vegeta, you win. Goodbye. The end. We're moving on to the next story. Yeah. 
I'd be Won't stoked happen. with that. At least we can just write, yep, one point Vegeta. Because like, when you think about it, man, out of every character that he's been working on, Vegeta has the most work done to him as a character. Goku stayed the same. Like, he's just plateaued the whole way through. Vegeta's he's a flat the, arc, yeah. Yeah. Vegeta's had the most up and down character build in general. I don't disagree with that. Um, it would be interesting to see Vegeta not only get the win, but I, it would be interesting to me to see how like that impacts his psyche and if it either makes him like feel like more equal with Goku or like I'm more superior to Goku again. Because if it yeah. like makes him feel like more superior to Goku again. For the sake of, like, uh, entertainment, I'm fine with that. (laughs) Yeah. Man, I still think, like, I know a lot of people might disagree with me. I do love this other character, but I do think that this should have been Vegeta's win, was the Tournament of Power. It shouldn't have been 17. It should have been Vegeta's because he had more purpose to win the tournament than what 17 did. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go on a cruise with my family. Yeah, cool. Good one, dickhead. This guy actually had, like, a big promise... Like, you know, he had people relying on him sort of thing. There was more of a deep and meaningful behind it. Good one, dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) That just made my goddamn day. Um, No, you're absolutely right. Like, there was way more incentive for Vegeta to be the guy to atone for, like, the uh, ultimate, you know, uh, sparing of Universe 7. Again, man, he had all the character building throughout the, the tournament as well with, like, he's getting in this Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan evolution, fucking whatever, hyper fucking whatever you want to fucking call it. But yeah. he had that character build through the whole thing. And it's like, so this is the guy that should have won the tournament of power because he would have wished for everything back, obviously. But it just suited him to... And the story would have gone better with him having the win than it would have been with 17. Yeah, 17 ultimately I feel is like it's a little bit easier to write 17 into the finale of I think the it's just another, power. I think it's just another fuck you towards Vegeta from Toriyama. I, I don't think it's that. I think it's like we want to get this character back involved and this character has like the upward limits of his power is sort of unconstrained due to narrative and we can easily, you know, trump up his power. Trump, I fucking hate that. Yeah, we can but easily I think like also, scale up his power. <laughs> yeah. Man, I also think that it's like, man, I just give the fans a little bit about this character and they'll drink it up and they'll just like keep wanting and wanting and wanting with his character. That's what it is with Vegeta. He's That's that character that like a part of him kind of wants him to win, but he's like, if I make him win, people won't be as interested. Yeah, people will have uh, less investment into him being like the eternal underdog. Yeah, maybe. I get that. Um, So like I said before, so much of the spoilers that we typically get month to month, they don't really give us everything. This month's spoilers gave us, like, I think, again, five, six, seven full pages worth of sketches. And eventually it, you know, results in the translation that I just read you guys a few minutes ago. Um, Do you think that there's anything that might be missing at the end of this chapter that we're yet to see, that we'll see next week? Because the end of this 
recap ends with Vegeta being like, get the fuck out of the way, Goku. You're an idiot. I got this shit. So do you think maybe we'll see some more action from Vegeta or something else at the end of the chapter next month? I think we'll see a bit more with Vegeta. And I think we'll see the um, the conversation between Beerus, Weiss, and the Grand Priest. And what's kind of like a cliffhanger with that. Well, so much of what we've been kind of building up to and like what our um, uh, predictions for how this arc is going to round out has been around the Grand Priest deciding that he's all set. This is bullshit. Uh, These mortals have been abusing the power of gods for far too long and him just, you know, ultimately putting his foot down. I, I don't think we know what that takes the shape of in terms of him putting his foot down, but we know that he's at least like got everything that's going on on his radar because of the disappearance of his fucking child, Maris. So I do wonder, you know, is he going to come in at the end of next month and make his final appearance and maybe like, uh, you know, take care of um, Moro really quickly or, you know, on the flip side, are we not going to see him show up at all at the end of the chapter next week? And it'll be Vegeta maybe pounding the shit out of somebody and uh, somebody meaning Moro and like doing the spirit fission thing, you know, to like separate power out of the planets. Are we going to see that? Or have we actually seen pretty much the entirety of this chapter through these spoilers? Like, I don't know what we may be missing from the chapter that's yet to premiere as of next week, but I don't think it's that much more than what we've already got here. Mm. I think what's going to happen next week is going to be kind of the big climax to the end of the morrow to the end of the morrow. And then we start getting into the next arc by what the grand priest has to say and where he is direction is going to be from there perfect segue you know what do you think um the end of this arc you know ultimately pivots into what do you think the next arc is going to look like i think there has to be some sort of consequence and punishment for goku and vegeta being that they're playing with the power of the gods um me personally i would love to see them uh the next arc be something like a Thor Ragnarok set up a gladiator arc um, where they lose their god key. The Grand Priest says, no, nah, you're fucking with this shit too much. It's way too much powerful mortals. We're going to take that shit away. Let's not get into a Zamasu sort of situation so everyone can forget about that because we're not going to rehash that shit again. We've been there, Good done point. that. Let's just take the fucking power away. And I'm going to fucking um, fan out right now and say, Let's bring some of the shit from GT into Super, i.e. Super Saiyan 4, to be the true form of the Saiyan race. Because it is. So, like, if they're, like, stripped of their god key, like, the next natural progression would be a Super Saiyan 4 from Super Saiyan 3. Yeah, because it's more, well, it's more fitting for them because that's where they stem from is that primate... Um, Oh, what's the fucking word? They're, they're, they're primates. They're apes. They're fucking angry monkeys. 
that's where their power comes from. That's like, you know, Broly's biggest boost was that he's stayed in human form, kept all his speed, um, strength, etc., from the great ape, but stayed in human form. That's the next step for the Saiyans is that. And I think uh, arc where it, it is kind of taking a little bit from Dragon Ball Heroes, we can introduce so many more characters. We can then bring our mate Broly back in. We can bring Cooler into it. Um, we can bring PyCon into it if we wanted to. We can age Oob and fucking Goten and Trunks through it. Um, there's just so much character progression that you can make for all of them through that. And just simple things, just take away their God key, bring that back to power scaling. And even when they go to this, say, this gladiator prison fucking world, um, they get stripped of their key and they have to fight just on pure strength and skill. And that's it. And go from there because that would that would make sense. They have to have a consequence. They haven't got any consequences. There's not been any consequences of, okay, you're fucking with power of gods now. There's nothing. So they need something bad like that to happen to them where they're stripped of it because the power can't go any high. It would be ridiculous if they became to the power of angels. That's just fucking weird. 100%. I think that's a really good point is the power scaling has gotten to a point where it's like naturally you need an opportunity to like be able where to do you go next? It. Yeah. Where do you go yeah, next? Exactly. Exactly. How do you, how do you elevate this even further? And a way that you can do that is take away what you've already previously established. So I don't think that that's out of the realm of possibility. I don't know if we're going to go to the point where it's like, you know, Korg and Thor and Meek fucking hanging out in the goddamn Ragnarok waiting to do the gladiator battles for the fucking collector. I don't know if we're going to do that. I wish that'd be a really fun, like Dragon Ball, you know, um, and if there's a New Zealand, a New Zealand gladiator fighter. Oh, hey, bro. <laughs> oh, hey, bro. How you doing? Taco, what's oh, here? Yeah. You can keep going round and round, but you won't get oh, out. Yeah. A new Doug. Yeah. Old Doug. He was a super saiyan too. That was a ghost. <laughs> oh, old Goku. Yeah, he was a Super Saiyan God. Now he's a, now he's an ape. Now he's a Super Saiyan ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch Ragnarok right now. Actually, after this, um, man, you could take a massive idea from that and just apply it to Dragon Ball for the next arc. I do not want to see a fucking evil Boo arc again. Like I understand the fucking. The Kai's been separated from him. I do not want to see another fucking revamp of Boo. We've been there, well, we've done that. I think that's actually a pretty interesting or perfect segue is like so much of what the early Moro arc was relied on previous Dragon Ball canon to kind of, you know, make it interesting off the bat. And a lot of that had to revolve around the Daikaioshin and how he was part of Moro's origin story. And how, you know, now that we're at the end of this arc, he doesn't really seem to be involved in this stuff at all. Um, there seem to be like a lot of things that they brought up at the beginning or started in terms of, um, you know, mostly in favor of like fan service callback stuff. Like, remember this old thing from the Boo Saga that we haven't really done anything with? Well, 
here it is playing into this current saga in Dragon Ball Super. But that was pretty much the end of it. They don't really go on to have those themes or threads carry on through the end. And the Daikaioshin, you know, that fat motherfucker, his big chunky, you know, where I see Fat Boo get his face from with his cool cape. I want that guy to be involved more. He's not. Do you think that there are any other sort of, especially with this arc being such a callback heavy arc to other parts of Dragon Ball? We're absorbing powers. We're changing our appearances. We're doing this. We're powering up. We're doing that. So much of it revolves or, you know, definitely harkens back to most recently to like um, the Cell Saga, stuff like that. But early moral arc. Is there anything here that they started to talk about or pick up that they didn't really carry through that you're upset about like I am? Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Like, it was like a good start to it. It really was. It was a really great start. A great character to bring in, bringing magic back into it. I love that. I love that there's something different. Um, I just wish that they did more with Morrow on the magic side of things than what they've done with him. Because in my opinion, a uh, magician of any sort or sorcerer or whatever you want to say, they don't get involved in the brutal shit. They stand back, they cast spells, they do this, that, the other. Um, I wish that they played on the magic side of things a bit more with the character of Morrow, even making him to the point of like a necromancer sort of thing character using the um, spirits to do his biddings or whatever um, that would probably be the most annoying part is that the magic seems to have been like depleted and he's just fighting like any other normal villain um, that that would probably be the, be the most annoying thing that they haven't carried through is the magical side of it all like they've just stuck with the absorption which is again like you said Cell Saga but as a fan, I mean, Cell Saga is my favorite one. And if I wanted to watch Cell Saga, I'd watch it. Don't need to see it in a different <laughs> form with the goat guy. Good point. Um, I think you actually hit upon what my biggest problem with the saga is, is that so much of it revolved around magic stuff up front. And I was like, all right, this is a different sort of thing for these fighters, these heroes to have to overcome is magical entity and this magical kind of power it levels the playing field in that it's a different kind of way to fight and i was cool with that that's like a different way to try to like reset the power scaling but essentially as we've gone through this arc it's more become about you know we're this powerful we can overcome this amount of power so on and so forth like it's reverted back to so much of what everything dragon ball has been about for the last however long that it feels like they kind of spit in the eye of the idea of, um, you know, the magical power. And this is why we have this specific advantage over you. It's like, yeah, we know that, 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 that made for a, um, an interesting story up front, but it's not a very easy story for us to revolve, uh, to resolve on the back end. So yeah, fuck you guys. Now Goku just has to like punch a crystal. Yeah. He punches the crystal out. It's all saved. It it makes me mad that they were just 
so quick to just be like, eh, you know, abandon some of the the um the more like indi- individualistic, uh, you you know, the more um. Fuck, I definitely have a word that's like on the tip of my tongue. The more identifying parts of this, you know, arc that would be different from what we've previously seen, that would be, you know, worth watching this arc or worth reading this arc. But the they just abandoned it so quickly at the end. It's like, what the fuck am I even doing here? You know, what are you guys gonna do with the at the end of the, at the other side of this? You're gonna have a pissed off god at me? Oh wow, I haven't had that in the last fucking three arcs. Either way, um, we no, it's, have di- it's get- different because we got a pissed off angel now. Not not a god, just a pissed off angel. That's different. <laughs> it's it's not even just angel though. It's like the 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 daddy of angels. You know, yeah. it's like angels plus ten. <laughs> so we'll see how the grand priest ultimately reacts to all of this. But I'd, like I um, said, man, I hope it's just not a fucking case of, hey, you're pissed off. Before you decide to destroy us, try some ramen. And we all sit well, down yeah. as the five best friends. Exactly. And if you want to hear us, you know, spitballing all sorts of uh, freelance Dragon Ball life nonsense, patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. But Reese brought it up in the pre-show. It's like the the possibility exists that the Grand Priest is upset with how everything is going. He visits Earth to be like, hey, what the hell's going on here? He takes care of Moro. He's like, fuck you, Moro. I'm all set. Like, you know, basically the equivalent of the Xeno button. And then he gets all mad, like, oh, you mortals using this god key. This isn't okay. And then Goku's like, here's some uh, yakisoba. Here's some fucking toka, whatever the fuck fried octopus balls are. Here's Tokoyaki. some <laughs> Here's some good food, is my point. And then all of a sudden he's appeased and he's like, oh, the earth is cool. The possibility of that resolution, as annoying as it would be to me as a fucking fan of Dragon Ball of 20, 25 years, it would it would literally probably put me into an early grave. The fact that this show is written for, you know, 10-year-old Japanese boys. The possibility of that outcome, it exists, man. I don't know if it's likely, but it exists. That he's just like, hey, man, try some great food. Tokoyaki's great. Try it out, bud. If that is how the moral arc resolves, what are you going to do to show your protest, Reese? Drink a fuckload of beer to forget that it ever happened. Solid. (laughs) Okay, I'm down with that. Um, what about you, Cal? I'll tell you what I'll do. Um, I'll probably continue to drink as much as I do and continue to make a podcast called Dragon Ball Super Dope that is primarily about Dragon Ball, occasionally about Godzilla, Marvel movies, My Hero Academia, etc. My Hero Academia podcast, Super Dope Plus Ultra, Gonna be its own feed for season five, guys. Be on the lookout. Kelly's handling most of it. I trust her. Go subscribe when it happens. Anyway, I don't think much will change for me. I can't envision a situation in my life in which I'm not following 
new Dragon Ball, will I be upset? Will I be annoyed? Especially after such a fucking goddamn hand job over my goddamn jeans about how this could be a cool new individual kind of arc. You're goddamn right I'll be pissed. Will I continue to buy Dragon Ball stuff? You're goddamn right I will. Because you know why? Fucking love it. I fucking love it. I was hoping you would just say, why? And I'd say, because I fucking love it. But you already knew what I was going to say. That was actually kind of perfect. Um, all right, word. We, we, we've got our, our firm predictions, grievances, things that we had to get out there in the open about these, these manga chapter spoilers for 66 planet eater Moro. Um, I what are guess your thoughts we base... on, what are your thoughts on what the grand priest is going to do at the end of the chapter? I don't know, man. I, I, I could honestly see a situation in which, uh, this this is one thing that I don't we talked about it a little bit in the pre-show, but um Beerus's concern as to when the Grand Priest becomes aware of everything that's going on is notable to me. And he makes it a point to say, All right, it's time for me to step in and take care of Moro and uh, you know, save the earth. It would be annoying if the earth's not around. I like you know, that whole I like the earth's food thing. So he decides he's going to step in, but before he's able to do so, he is made aware of the fact that the Grand Priest is upset, and he's like, oh, fuck, never mind. Earth's not my problem. I gotta go take care of this guy over here. So he goes to talk to the Grand Priest. Um, I think it's a super outside shot, but I think the possibility exists that because Beerus has been so involved in the ongoings of Dragon Ball for the last, you know, since the series came back, since, you know, um, the end of the Boo saga, whatever the fuck it is in terms of the canon timeline, I think that's something that's probably on the Grand Priest's radar, something he's not unaware of. But then an incident like this happens, wherein, you know, not only is the power of the gods need to be utilized to be able to fight this, this guy, you know, in terms of ultra instincts, but it gets to a point where Beerus, the guard of destruction, you know, kind of throws away his impartiality and is like, yeah, no, okay. I'll fight for you. Now I'll fight for this earth. I'll fight for, even though he ultimately doesn't do it. I think it's notable that he says that he will. So, I guess, you know, like I said, it's unlikely that it'll happen, but I'm kind of curious to see if Beerus is on the hot seat in terms of his God of Destruction status. And, you know, maybe the maybe the Grand Priest is showing up to be like, we already have precedent for it in this Dragon Ball universe with, uh, you know, Jiren being the eventual replacement for um, Belmod, the Claude, the the clown god of destruction from Eleven, Universe Eleven. There is precedent for God of Destructions having somebody else taking over their job. I wonder if this will be the Grand Priest being like, "Oh, yep, Beerus, it's time for you to find a new job, buddy," and either Goku or Vegeta. You guys think, seem to be, like be primetime candidates. It'll be Vegeta. You think so? What makes you think that? 
Goku doesn't like to kill. Vegeta still loves it. That's the difference between him and... I was thinking about it today, and it's like... Goku's character, well, the reason why Vegeta hasn't surpassed him, or it would be because he still has that old Saiyan trait of loving to kill. Like, he would rather kill first, ask questions later. Whereas Goku's still so pure-hearted. And he wouldn't want to destroy. That's actually... You know, that actually reminds me of something that happened a few months back in a chapter. It was when Vegeta went off on his diatribe about being like such a badass and having killed so many people and he was basically the king of hell. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. He's going to hell. Imagine, imagine, yeah, I'm going to hell anyway. I've killed so many people, all that shit. Um, uh, imagine if the Grand Prix shows up and he's like, hey, you, yeah, you, that guy has killed all these people and is ultimately going to hell anyway. You're the god of destruction. That that tracks. It it would. I ultimately think that that line Vegeta said about him ultimately going to hell anyway for having killed so many people. I think that it will just stack up and ultimately be like a uh, a throwaway line that does not play into the narrative at all. But imagine if it does play into the narrative a few chapters down the line, and it's like, yeah, you are the king of being a badass dickhead who kills people. Be the god of destruction. That would be dope. <laughs> and then Grand Prix strips Beerus of all his God of Destruction power, and he's just as strong as Yamcha. <laughs> yeah, and he just like <laughs> hangs out on planet Earth, like trying to eat pudding and shit. And they're like, fuck you, Beerus. We only have so much pudding. He's like, remember when I could hakai you guys into giving me pudding? And he's like, yeah, better days, bud. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Either way, we're going to see what happens uh, and see if there is something that's missing from the leaks that we've gotten in terms of the full context of Chapter 66. So next week, me and Leonard will be getting back together for the manga review for sure. Uh, if you are on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Superdope, it's like the third or fourth time now. If you haven't gotten there yet, what the fuck? Go visit and sign up. If you do sign up for that $5 tier, you get the invite to our monthly manga discussion, wherein I could just like be like, hey, you, Mr. Listener, what do you think about this thing that we're talking about? And boom, you're on the show. You're hanging out, hanging and banging. You get to watch me rant for like an hour, you know, prior to the show. It's, it's a good time. You get to learn a lot about me. If you're curious about all my madness, Patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. <laughs> so, um, speaking of patrons, uh, the people who make the show possible, the people who've been supporting us since, uh, you know, pretty much the beginning, we'll say, for sake of ease. Uh, Reese, that's you. That's you on the podcast here. Hey, buddy. Uh, Reese, Jean Claude, Minnie Van Dan, one of my best friends in the goddamn world. The legend grows. Timmy Jones. Where is Timmy you Jones. Where have you been, man? We're going to put on an APB for Timmy Jones. Reese, put together your fucking Australian on this. Put together your Australian investigation team and track down Timmy Jones and figure out where his whereabouts are whereabouts. Uh, little baby Jaren. Dan, I miss you, buddy. I haven't talked to you in a minute. Dan, hit me up, man. I miss you. I love you. You're, you're basically the reason we... Uh, 
kept the show going for the first year, year and a half, two years. So, Dan, love you, buddy. Brian, Melchiori, Melchiori, here's my problem with you, dude. You ready? My problem with Brian Melchiori is Brian's a pretty good name. Like, I, one of my best friends, Brian Melor, you know, his first name, in case you didn't hear me say it, his name's Brian. My problem with Brian Melchiori is that he's got such a fun last name to say. And yet, outside of him paying me $5 a month on this Patreon, I never hear from him. You know, I want to be friends with you, Melchiori. Be friends with me. Be friends with me on the socials. At DB Superdope. On, uh, the fuck's that? Instagram. At DB Superdope 1 on Twitter. Melchiori, be my friend. Kelly. I already talked about Kelly. Make sure you go check out her um, High Q Nice Kill podcast. Available wherever you get podcasts. And again, when season five happens for uh, My Hero, she's going to be the executive producer and like outlining shows. I'm just doing the editing stuff and we're going to be like a team on that. We'll see how that goes. Don't fuck it up, Kelly. Marcus Woods, our most recent patron. And you want to know what? Candidly, one of my most famous, famous, one of my most favorite patrons. Want to know why? Marcus Woods, I love you. That's why. David, cheers. David, I said a bunch of shit about Brian Melchiori earlier. Yeah, David, cheers. 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 But also, I said a bunch of shit about Melchiori earlier. Same thing for you. Why do I not know who the fuck you are? And then Jacob Perez. I mean, Jacob, I just said so many other things about all these other people. I feel like I should say some more about you. What I will say is, you were a real one. And also, I like your name. If I could pick a name, it'd probably be Jack. It'd probably be Jack. But second take would be Jake. And then if I have to, you know, not take my first two, it'd be Jacob. So Jacob Perez in the house. Thanks for that $5 tier on Patreon. That was a long fucking walk to get there, man. (laughs) This has been a really fun episode, Reese, man. I appreciate you, uh... Sitting through me chit-chatting through a lot of bullshit, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me, bro. What time is it in Australia, mate? 5.04 p.m. 5.04 p.m. Uh, in Australia, and it is now, what, um, 2.05 a.m., which I guess 2.05, you know, whatever. It's like the same minutes, man, but yeah, different man. hours. Time. It's a weird thing. Anyway, it's late. Uh, Patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope if you want to check out a video version of this. If you need help making a podcast, inhousepods.com. That's me. Set up a time to talk. We'll talk on the phone. We'll talk on Zoom. You can see my bedroom. I'll talk to you about your podcast idea. I don't charge for that initial consult, but... If you need me to edit your shit, 
I'm going to charge you some money. Anyway, make sure you rate and subscribe, whatever you get your podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Dragon Ball Super Dope. We're fun. Um, we appreciate the ratings. It helps other people find the show. So I think that's it. Reese, you got anything else to uh, import upon the listeners before we leave? Uh, join up with the Roshi secret stash. Get amongst it. Good call, man. Yeah, if you're uh, if you're a Facebook user, Roshi Secret Stash, we uh, share memes. Also, and bring Ball back stuff. that island tune. Oh, dude! <laughs> oh my god, I haven't thought about the island tune in a goddamn minute. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> boom, boom, <laughs> Oh my God! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can fucking. I did you ever see the video of me like doing like a video, uh, like a happy birthday video shout out to somebody set to that song? Nah. It's fucking hilarious. Sounds like another Patreon exclusive. No, dude, I did it like on my instagram it's probably there (laughs) (laughs) let's uh let's see if i found the right fucking song oh shit i'm gonna find it (laughs) youtube it survivor x island june oh wait do you know the fucking search term i've been looking for it what is it i don't know i just thought survivor x island june that should be it. Yeah, that's what that's what I've been looking for. Hold on, dude. I'm gonna actually fucking see if I got it on my uh And while we're waiting, Carlton, Mike Norms, and Brandon, we should all hook up, get fucked up before Christmas or for Christmas, and do the podcast together. Why not? Let's do it. And Jimmy too. The Shoey King. <laughs> the Shoey so, King of actually, America. Um I was thinking about that today, actually. Um, we are probably going to do some kind of Christmas episode here at my apartment. I don't know what we're going to do, but I definitely want to do some kind of Christmas tree that's decorated by all of the random Dragon Ball shit that I've collected over the last fucking however many years. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so mad at myself right now. Why can't I find this goddamn song, Reese? Why'd you put it in my goddamn brain, bro? Been telling you for weeks, man. If you're gonna do a Christmas tree, it has to be a giant Shenron with Dragon Ball figures hanging off it. Well, I definitely have enough Dragon Ball big figures to like decorate a tree, but uh I'll have to be very good lightweight. <laughs> I'm so mad I can't find this fucking thing. I just found like one very similar. It's not the same one, but it'll do. Okay. So, first of all, I obviously got too drunk the other night to be able to find that. So, New chapter previews, spoilers, whatever came out earlier today. Uh, quick thoughts on them. Um, 
I wish this is the first time, I guess second time, you know, with these chapters in the last couple months that uh, I wish I knew something about Naruto. Um, all of you kids on the line, on the line, tell me that this is uh, very visually reminiscent of a, uh, a thing from Naruto. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, as Reese and I just discussed, uh, Whis gives Goku the tip that uh, he needs to destroy the crystal that was on Moro's head. Uh, it's somewhere on this Earth-level-sized Moro, so good luck finding it. And uh, in these most recent um, you know, scans, leaks, whatever that came out today, um, there is a moment wherein big, uh, big, big Moro and his big old meaty Earth hands come up and swallow up Goku. And uh, Goku, in the next panel, uh, has broken out of his hands, his grips, and is now giant-sized and is, like, uh, you know, basically uh, got him in, like, a, a, a grip or a death grip or a hand grip. I don't really know how to fucking describe it. So, anyway, he basically restrains Moro and um, is this giant you know, in terms of, you know, the visual manifestation of Goku's energy. Anyway, he's this big giant thing who is restraining this Earth-sized Moro. Meanwhile, you know, regular-sized Goku who's manifesting this big giant Goku, you know, to restrain this Moro. Um, this big Goku, I assume, that's made of key. Um, you know, regular-sized Goku is not only handling that whole battle, but is also searching for the crystal that he is to destroy to be able to uh, to finish off Moro. So as Reese and I talk about, uh, you know, in the earlier conversation, you know, they don't always give us everything in these previews and in these leaks. Um, there is usually at least one, two things left to be able to find out and learn from the new chapter when it does drop. So I don't believe they're giving us everything yet. Um, I, I do think maybe... We've seen how Moro, I, I guess, is is finished off. But like, what's the? Did, did we skip a thing in between? Does Vegeta help? Because, you know, in the previews, Reese and I were reading, working off of two or three days ago. You know, the way that the cliffhanger ends is, uh oh, Vegeta's here. He's gonna step in, step aside, Kakarot, and then, you know, this preview here. Um, he is uh kind of not doing anything. And is basically just somebody reacting to the fact that Goku is now giant sized, and he too does not seem to realize that it is uh, not an actual giant sized Goku. You know, in the same vein of say, uh, you know, like a Super Namekian. You know, when the Lord Slug grows to be giant, it's it's not it's not that Goku did not you know physically change his biology in order to be able to grow you know a hundred feet or whatever. I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. I, you know, just working off of the of the pictures and you know what other people have translated. Um, haven't seen any official translations yet. Those will come out in the next couple of days. But I'm not under the impression that he uh, turned into a god Godzilla level sized uh, thing to to fight big goat Earthmen. So, um, that being said. Now that we've gotten to the, I, you know, they, I feel like they said chapter 66 was going to be the final thing for Moro, but they're now saying 67 will be that final chapter. Um, 
we'll see what happens with the Grand Priest and all that. We still have to see what actually, you know, fully happens in 66. Like, the way they've been leaking these things out lately, it's it's a little frustrating. But um, not a big fan of how this is wrapping up. This is wrapping up very poorly. Very poorly. Um, and it's been on the steady decline for several months now. This, this arc started off so cool, man. It's uh, really frustrating and disheartening to just see them kind of you know, do as a Masu arc, you know, lack of a better term. They, they get to the end, they realize they've built such a convoluted, crazy thing. E even though I guess you can't really make that fucking argument for Moro. It's like, hey, you know, this very um, obvious arc over here or path over here that you could have followed to be able to beat Moro. Fuck that. Let's just, you know, revert back to typical Dragon Ball tropes. And, you know, who's more powerful who can scream the hardest? Who's going to hit that transformation first? <sighs> Not happy. Um, but I'm 31 years old and I'm fucking making a podcast about a goddamn Japanese cartoon. So what the fuck else? You know, I'm obviously not happy with a few other things in my life. Let's be real. Um, all right. It's going to do it for Shoot Me Up this week. Make sure you rate and subscribe. If you've gotten to the end here, I appreciate you. Consider joining the Patreon at that $5 tier. Got that pre-show thing. Uh, that's probably like the ninth time I've plugged it now. So uh, I appreciate you guys. We will do another episode um, probably back to the regular scheduled programming, uh, for, you know, next uh, next Wednesday. Tomorrow should be the day where the baby is born. So this should be the last piece of audio I'm recording before um, Jimmy has a son. And I have a, a little nephew. Jameson super excited hope tomorrow is going to be a real proud um, you know failing moment for all of us but hoping for that uh, proud uncle moment for sure and get that little kid a fucking saying onesie you know what I'm saying saying onesie you know what I'm saying alright it's going to be for super dope appreciate you guys talk to you soon Jimmy and Sam having a baby tomorrow Gonna force that one, but it's appropriate, so fucking deal with it, nerds. Bye.